So, uh, everybody, welcome to the new and improved version of Strange Heartland Podcast. I'm Mike Waters, and I have pretty exciting news. And so, I couldn't wait any longer. I finally have her in the studio, and Miss Jory Seegers is with us, and she's going to be with us for the long haul now. So, she's actually going to be on board co-hosting the podcast with me, as well as, like, being a wizard at social media and definitely stepping it up like a couple notches. So, Jory, welcome to the show. Are you sure you want to sign on for this? You're not going to get rid of me. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. So, I need somebody else in the studio with me. Like, it was so hard just like sitting here by myself, like just reading it, you know what I mean? And like trying to recall it. Like, having somebody that I can look at and like see their like facial expressions while I'm telling a story is like, so much better. So I shouldn't make silly faces at you while you're telling the story? You know, it was really hard, but I got used to it. So, <laughs> so I wanted to start your journey on this podcast off, kind of like I started mine off with a personal experience. Um, and I was wondering if you could just do like a little intro on your background, who you are personally, like what you're into, and let's get right into it. Well, like Mike said, I'm Jory Seegers, and... Uh, as far as my interest, I love paranormal and spooky stuff. That's why I'm I'm here. Um, shout out, to, and that's why we drink. That is my bread and butter. For sure. For sure is my bread and butter. And please email me. I love you. <laughs> um, other than hobbies, I like to exercise. I like to run. Uh, been dabbling in, getting into drawing, and i'm good at social media i don't know why i like posting i like doing that if you like fitness follow me on my other page which is sorry mike i'm gonna plug myself go ahead sugar skull fitness on instagram Ayo. following my self grow i'm gonna do a shot now just kidding <laughs> it's a self-growth and health journey <laughs> no shots on that page but um yeah that's pretty much my interest yeah. So how long have you been interested in, in weird paranormal shit? Well, it really started when I was younger, when Unsolved Mysteries was actually originally airing, and my mom would watch that, and I would just watch that with her. Interesting enough, I was reading a blog the other day of, like, things you didn't know about Unsolved Mysteries, and it was talking about how, like, that show wasn't directed towards kids, but pretty sure kids were watching it, because it was oh, a 90s sure. kid that was writing the blog, yeah. and I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. Can we can we just pause real quick? What was I saying? Uh, so uh, you last mentioned that you were watching Unsolved Mysteries, Tales oh, yeah. of the Crypt. So yeah. Um, oh, especially my grandpa was really big into Elvira, probably for other reasons. Yeah, she's but, a babe. <laughs> but Elvira, I watched her. Um, she was a babe. I don't know what she looks like now. The Monsters, Lily oh, Monster, sure, yeah. also a babe. Yeah, I used to watch that all the time. I loved the Monsters as a kid. Yeah. a kid. Yeah, you know, I just I was really into that whole kind of stuff. And then my mom was really into documentaries, so that just kind of took off from there at a really young age. Um, also, I remember my mom. She won't ever tell me why. I've tried to get the story out of her if there is a story. But she said she had an experience with a Ouija board, and when one of my friends wanted to bring a Ouija board to my Sweet 16, she's like, no, you will not bring that in the house. Absolutely not. Like, you will not have She never told you what her experience was? She never it? told me what her experience was. Yeah. Um, but I do know for a fact at her 
it was either her grandma's house or her house where she grew up at. One of the cousins, like, killed himself or committed suicide there, and oh, wow. she she's seen sightings of, like, that family member. Huh. And, like, that, for her, that's what tipped off, like, her belief. And so I also Does she want to come on the show? <laughs> I'll ask her, probably. Um, also, next to Unsolved Mysteries, the ones that, a uh, show I watched with my mom all the time was, um, was on the Discovery Channel, A Haunting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, that was my stuff. That was my jam. Every single trip that we went on that I couldn't sleep, I would stay up in the hotel room watching that. And then I'd be, Why would you I'd do be that? fucked because <laughs> I couldn't go to sleep. Why would you do that? It's terrible. Because I was intrigued. <laughs> I used to do that all the time, but it was like during the like the middle of the day and it would be on TV and I would just like, uh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't function. Like my biggest fear was like taking a shower and then like somebody oh turns gosh. the lights off and I saw an episode where it was like that and she was taking a shower and then like the shower curtain like morphed around her and was like messing with her and stuff like that has always been like my biggest thing oh my like, gosh if I have, like I've been washing my hair and there's like shampoo in my eyes and stuff like that and I can't I'm see blind, what's going I'm on. blind as fuck so like before contacts were a thing for me having my eyes closed in the shower oh yeah and then sure. like that rush to uh, get my glasses oh gosh oh, yeah. yeah got goosebumps right now Oh, but then my mom definitely had me on Stephen King for sure at a young age. Like, what's your favorite Stephen King book? The Stand. The Stand. The really? Stand. That's I've a... actually, okay, I'll say that's my favorite Stephen King movie because I never read a Stephen King book. I'm too scared. Oh, I'm scared okay. I'm gonna be like Joey from Friends. I'm gonna read it, and halfway through, I'm gonna put it through the freezer. Like, <laughs> I'm so ready for part two. By the way, I saw the previews today. Yeah, no, part two looks pretty good. I actually enjoyed uh, the first part, and a lot I... of people were like shitting on it because they didn't like it, but. Yeah, but compared to the original, I like, love I the original though. And I, 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 did I still like I still like the new one. You I mean, because you know, yeah. I love Tim Curry's big giant forehead the I whole entire him, yeah. time. <laughs> like as a little kid, I was so bizarre. Like I just wanted to be Pennywise the clown oh, for like that's a so for creepy. like a minute. Yeah, I swear to God, you come into the studio dressed as Pennywise, and I we're might. gonna have a problem. Never know. <laughs> we're gonna have a corner, problem. So. But yeah, so aside from like being into it and like you know, being fascinated by it. You actually have a couple strange tales to tell me. I do. I've never actually seen a ghost. I've never um, truly had, I would say, a hardcore, like, paranormal experience, but I've definitely had, like, a couple, like, I was aware, like, something wasn't right. So the first one, um, it was back in 2010. I was working for my aunt at the time, um, with her cleaning service, and I was also helping her at this time clean out her apartment and whatnot. So on a Saturday, she was like, hey, we got to go run a few errands. And she took me to this building in Elkhart, Indiana, which is where I'm from. And we walked into this building. And it was a pretty large building, and we kind of walked into this big room area. And I asked her, like, what this building was. She goes, oh, it's just a low-income, like, dental office and for, like, a doctor's office. Right, yeah type thing and everything. So she goes, well, I gotta go do a couple things. You just go walk around. So I kind of started. She knew. She knew what she was doing. I feel like she did, <laughs> but I went and started walking around and I'm walking down this one hallway in the dental area and you can tell like the equipment's all donated. It's like been sitting in a building. It was like from the 70s because the chairs were like all teal. Everything looked like it was from the 70s. And the whole time I'm walking around this dental area, I feel like something small is like following close behind me and I'm just like... Can you, like, describe that sensation? Can you recall it? Like, what does it feel like when you know that something's following you, but you cannot see it? It's like 
the hairs like stand up on yeah. your skin, but it's you're like not a like full body thing. Like, but you you're just, not like petrified. But then you're just like you're very like you're calm, but you're very very aware because when it's not something that's like aggressive right away, you're still in that state of mind where you're like, is this really real yeah. or is this not? Type. Do you thing. get like a tingling ceiling? Yeah, ceiling? yeah, exactly. Yeah, that happened to me because like, when like, I was working at a building in downtown South Bend. Indiana. And I feel so weird because like when I started kind of being aware to it and walking around, I was kind of walking around kind of like in a dreamlike state, if that kind of makes sense. But I was kind of like touching and I was kind of like trying to be really in tune to like everything around me. And finally my um, my Aunt Kay came back and I just looked at her and said, okay, this is going to sound really, really weird, but I feel like there's been something following me around since I've been in this building. It doesn't seem harmful. It seems very small. It almost seems very playful, kind of curious. Did you feel that way, like, while you were talking to her? Like, it was still there? No. I felt like it left me at that point. Like, it kind of went away. Huh. I didn't feel like it. It felt like when I was on my own. Like, it just it just wanted to be around me or something. Um, and she looked at me and she goes, oh, yeah, that's the little boy that, you know, stays here. And I go, what? And she goes... Yeah, this place used to be a school in the 70s and a little boy died here. And he just likes to have fun and mess with people. He gets wow. lonely. And I'm like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah. She's like, you know those little clear glass containers that hold like the cotton swabs and stuff like that? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, when me and your cousin Jimmer here, which is her son, we'll clean those out in each room. And sometimes he likes to play jokes on us and we'll turn around and there'll be child fingerprints oh, in, no. in the glass. Ugh. And I'm just like, oh no my way. gosh, I just had my first experience with some kind of spirit. Like, that's so weird. Yeah. Like, so creepy. And I've always, like, that was the first time I had ever had an experience. It's such a different feeling when it actually happens yeah. versus like just learning about it and hearing about it your yeah. entire life but when it actually happens to you like when it's you're like, vulnerable like you're yeah. not thinking like that at all it's completely you're just, different than what you would think it would be like yeah and know? i've had like other places where i've been where i've kind of had like an intuition like like an aura like something doesn't feel right before like yeah. my parents used to be part of the jc's and elkhart and the built like the school building that they used to hold events there i don't know what that what's a jc what is that <sighs> I don't really remember what it is. I just know it was like Heaven's Gate. Is it? No, it's like (laughs) it's an organization that preserves like Elkhart's like historic stuff and everything from what my mom told me type thing. And my and it's also like a way to get to know people because my parents were new in the area. My dad had just moved here, and my mom had just moved here too a couple months after him, and he'd got a job. He was working for Fox Twenty Eight, and then he was also working at the Career Center. So they had kind of joined that, but the old school building that they used to, like, hold that in, I was elementary age, and I was having, like, those feelings, like, there was something there, but I just never really questioned it type thing. So that's what really kind of sealed the deal for me as, like, a believer. Like, I had always kind of had beliefs and stuff like that, but that took, like, any doubts I had from that experience. Um the other experience I had was... This one is really fascinating to me, by the way. We actually kind of talked about this uh, right when we were meeting up to kind of discuss how we were going to go through our like social media. Is, mm-hmm. is this the one about the, uh, the the cryptid thing that you saw? Oh, at the theater? At the theater where I didn't know like there was a person standing there? And are you talking about... 
Okay, Stop. continue. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Um, so another, um, the second experience that I had was a guy I was dating at the time. We were in theater and we had gone, we were in the area of the theater late at night and we had gone to drop off our scripts for a play that we were in. And he walked up and the way he had parked the car when we had went to the theaters, we were across the street from it. And he was parked facing away from it. So the rear was facing the building. Right. So everything I saw was in in the mirror in the car. And I'm kind of like glancing up because I thought he was taking kind of long. And I was like looking up. And in the marquee, there looked like there was somebody standing in the doorway. And it looked like he was like talking to him. Mm. Just a black like silhouette of a figure. I can't really tell if it was like a man or a woman. Was it like a... like? Within like the windows, or yeah, within or was the it windows, like a shadow like where cast he on dropped, the wall? where he dropped the, um, the the playbill in. Oh, that door opens up to the theater, and it looked, and I thought it was Charles who was the technical director for the theater, and that's who I thought he was talking to. So when he came back to the car, I looked at him, because the whole time I was looking in the mirror, it was not going away, it was not moving. So then when he came back to the car, I was like, oh, were you talking to Charles? And he goes. No, and I was like, "Were you talking to anybody?" And he was like, "No," and I was like, "Okay, huh. that's really weird because there was a outline, a silhouette of a human body, like right in front of you, in the mirror, like so of the window." Yeah, wow. and it wasn't moving. Huh. So that was really creepy. So I would really love to get in touch with Charles and um, my friend uh, Kevin who is now the artistic director of that theater. What theater is this? It's in Evansville. It's the Evansville Civic Theater. Road trip. I know. And ask if he's had any paranormal sightings there, because I know the other theater that he used to work at, which I can't remember the name of it for the life of me, um, he said that when he was cleaning there late at night, he he had experiences. And Kevin's, like, really into this stuff. Huh. Yeah. So, but that really freaked me out, too, because I was like, I, there was no way that I could explain it away, and I was like, "Well, there's no lights, there's nothing they're casting like to make a silhouette of a body looking." We weren't doing any shows at that time where we would have something, you know, there that would right. portray that shadow or anything, and it was super weird. And not to mention, mm-hmm. my boyfriend at the time, he was right up there, and right. he wasn't freaked out. He didn't see anything. Did you watch him walk up to the building? Yep. And it wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, it was so weird. So, and then my last experience was um, actually in Evansville. It was in pretty much bumfuck Egypt in Hobstadt, Indiana. It was really late at night. I couldn't find my way back to my friend's house. Um, what the hell is that? Is that next door? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's bumping. Go ahead. So I was with... Um, a friend of mine and everything, we were trying to find our way back to to where we were going and everything, and we could not remember where we were supposed to turn off because it's like super, super, super dark. Well, at this point, we were kind of arguing. We were getting frustrated. We we're super, super tired. We haven't slept. We'd been driving all day, um, and we just stopped in the middle of nowhere, and we, like looking to the left, he was kind of like, do you see that? And I was like, what? And I kind of looked to the left, and there was just this look, like this creature-looking thing. Couldn't really tell what it was, if it was like a wolf or anything. But Was it, it like on all fours? or what was Yeah, that was the creepy part. It was like on all fours. like, And we kept staring at him. We were staring where, at him. Where was it again? In 
Hopstadt, Indiana. No, no, no. I mean, like, in relation to, like, where you were. Where, where was it again? Like, we were parked on the side of a road, and then to the left, there was, like, a brushed area, like, going back to, like, land that wasn't, like, marked. Like, anything was there. So, like, you could tell it went back a little bit, and it was yeah. just, you know, And it was, like, nature. on all fours, just chilling, like, watching. Yeah, and it, lo- it had looked like it had glowing eyes and was just, like, looking at us. And we stared at it for a good, like, five, ten seconds, and then it went away. And I was like... You watched it walk away, or did it just kind of vanish? It just kind of just vanished. And I was like, okay, we need to find where we're going now, because I don't know if I'm just really exhausted and my brain is making up stuff now, or now, this is really... How big was it, do you think? Um, I'm 5'6", so I would say it was a little bit shorter than that. So I'd probably say, like... Like, standing up, it was, like, five foot three, like somewhere? Like, five two. Like, like, on all fours, the height of it was, like, five two. Yeah. That's huge. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. <coughs> it ah. was creepy. It was so creepy. And honestly, from... And that's when uh, the guy that was with me told me the story of... What's it called again? The then? chupacabra? Yeah, the chupacabra. Yeah. And that's when he really freaked me out because I was like, oh, my God. Like, I've never heard of a chupacabra in southern Indiana, though. I know. And he, like, pulled up, like, a video and everything. And I was like, okay, I'm just While gonna, you were sitting there? I'm <laughs> like, I'm just going to blame this on no tired, way. on being tired. And I honestly, God, wanted to punch him in the face for showing me that because I was, was... There was two of you guys there that actually saw it. I mean, it yeah. was... So. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, I can't handle this right now. Like, the other two stories are more believable than this. I just want to go home and I hope to God... I never actually see this thing ever because that is honestly, guys, if you've ever looked up this thing, it is truly terrifying. It is the thing of nightmares. I don't ever want anybody to ever run into this thing. I always have a hard time like really discovering like or like getting a good picture of like what a chupacabra is because you always see that picture of like a a, a dog that yeah. has like mange or something and it's dead. But like then you look at like descriptions and like artist renditions of it and it's like this huge like bulky thing well it's like the sometimes same... it has a snout and like yeah. i don't know it's just so strange well it's also the same thing as um like could you see features of it or was it just the eyes it was really just the eyes kind of and... like the shape well and i could kind of see the face and it kind of looked more like an animal so like i'm like oh it's probably just like a coyote or something like just like but a then it's giant like, why, coyote. But why is it fucking standing on its hind legs? Like, why does this thing look like it can come over here? Like, oh, oh it's so creepy. So it was like, it was up on its hind legs, like yeah. looking. But then also you couldn't really tell, like, was there something there, like a log or something maybe that like it was kind of like propping itself up on? Because that's how dark, like we where we were at, it was so dark. So it's to the point like, is my mind playing tricks on me? Like, am I making this bigger to be what it is because I'm already creeped out of not knowing what I'm looking at? Right. I just know that there's something there. Huh. That's really weird. Yeah. It's really creepy. But for the most part, those are my few strange stories that I have. They are pretty creepy. So welcome aboard. Glad to be here. So, like always, if you would like to share your strange Heartland story with us, you can reach out to us anytime uh, by emailing us at strangeheartland at gmail.com. Or more on Strange Heartland, including photos of the apartment from episode six. Guys, go listen to that episode. It is definitely really eerie. 
or about our giveaways that you definitely want to enter, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And I think our handles are all the same. It's all Strange Heart Pod, I think, right? They should be. If not, yeah. we need to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> so look for at Strange Heart Pod on all platforms, and you'll probably find us. So, uh, what other news do I have? Oh yeah, uh, we are also on Stitcher now. So we are literally on like almost every podcasting platform that you can actually be on so uh look out for us everywhere if you enjoy the show please rate and subscribe seriously guys please that helps us out a lot show the love so with that said i'm mike waters i'm jory seegers and good night good night (laughs) 